Hi everyone, happy, happy new year. My name is Elisa Keaton. I wanted to take a quick moment with you this early January day and come to you with an encouragement. It's something that's on my heart. Um, something that I saw yesterday play out and you all came to mind. And in the spirit of the season, in the excitement as we turn the calendar and flip into a new year, I really wanted to have uh, just take a moment to come and drop the pin always, right? Just drop it down before you find yourself caught up in someone else's whirlwind. And that really is the message that I wanted to talk about today a little bit. Um, so I'll also later on, I'm going to talk about clean hearting because I don't want you to miss out on that. I'm sure you've heard about it by now. So I'll talk about it at the end because um, you have four more days to join and I would hate for you to miss or actually probably three more days by the time this comes out. It closes on January 5th, the signups do. But in the spirit of the new year and the spirit of out with the old and in with the new, which is such a great gift. Thank you. Thank you, God. And just stop to think about that. The fact that old can go and new can come. It's a feel of it like kind of like a wind blows, right? Like it blows from the east and then it can shift and blow in a new direction. And we like new things and then we don't like new things, right? Am I right? We want them when we want them, but we don't want them when we're not prepared for them. So the new year marks a pretty collective time that we're all ready for it. We could count down. We can see it's coming. And for many, it's kind of the nice transition out of a time of celebration and the holiday and all the, all the celebration and fun that we have. It's nice to kind of go, okay, enough. <laughs> enough. It's time to just settle in and create some space, some margin again, some white space where we maybe can plan out and predict our day-to-day, -day, which all these things I talk about, remember, whenever we talk about it, we have to hold loosely. So we like new things, but we don't like to lose control. And we also like to control, and then we don't know what to do when that doesn't happen. And so either side, wherever your heart feels tired or pressed or pinch. How about this? Wherever you feel hopeless, wherever you start to have unbelief and think that maybe you got it wrong, maybe you're wrong, maybe God got, got it wrong with you, right? Because those are the winds that shift and then we're, we're quick to go, forget it. <laughs> we're, that's, our, that's when we're quick to recoil, to self-protect, to either draw into ourselves or get really big and fight a battle that we weren't called to fight. Remember, every battle has already been won. So I want everyone right now just take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale. And just have a clear moment, just a quiet moment. Peace is the most powerful thing, everybody. And um, working from peace, creating a power that comes from peace, that just won't happen. 
It's not going to come for you. You have to cultivate that. So yesterday, January 1st, actually, it was New Year's Eve, so um, December 31st, my family and I headed out to the grocery stores. We had to get a few things, and it's kind of fun when the yeah, I'm sure you, you love it when your kids go, right? Because they can help you get all the stuff, if they're of the age like my children are. And so they're kind of running through the aisles helping me to get some things. And I, I forgot two things. One, that it was December 31st, so it's New Year's, and everyone's basically getting their supplies to hunker down for the night or for the party or for whatever. So it was a very busy day, and it was a Sunday, which generally here in my community is a heavy shopping grocery shopping day so it was it was busy it was humming and there was definite you know just that still that leftover holiday buzz going on we got everything that we needed we tried to get in and get out um, but there was one more item that I needed at a store next door and this store is called Whole Foods if you have a Whole Foods you know that they're famous for all the whole all the whole foods all the vegetables all the fruit i mean you walk in into any of those stores and you just when you walk in you already feel healthier <laughs> it's set up to make you feel the atmosphere of good health you walk right into most whole foods and you are to walk straight into the fruits and the vegetables they're not hiding them they're there they're on display they're colorful, they're inviting, and it says the invitation of goodness. Come on in. But as I walked in, it was crowded. And actually, my kids, nobody went with me because they already said, it's too crazy, we'll stay in the car. So as I walked in by myself and the doors separate, the sliding doors open, I could not get over the electricity in the air inside this inside this store. And as the people were moving and weaving in between each other and their grocery carts and kind of locking with one another at times, um, some people moving briskly and some not so brisk, it just couldn't stop. But I had to notice that some people seemed to know they were in, they were out, they, they, were, they were getting what they wanted. But others seemed a little confused. <laughs> Reading directions, not sure, picking up things, putting things back. And, and again, maybe they just were, that's just how they like to shop. But I was struck with the realization that there were many people there that wanted to be there or felt like they needed to be there because it would get them going in the right direction for the year which is true totally true that that's a good place to be set the atmosphere for change right if i want change put myself more in those places with people that will foster the newness that i'm looking for put yourself where you can be influenced by those who have that what you're looking for so part of me was super excited and part of me was actually kind of like a little saddened because <laughs> I know that come the next day, 
the refrigerators will be stocked with good food or they'll have spent, you know, <laughs> their whole paycheck. But will they actually, will they actually step into change? My design is always to cheer on change. I'm an encourager. I want to encourage the get better, absolutely feel better, but the get better, get better. And that's kind of the returning message to my heart all the time. That there's, we can always think better. We can always feel better, like move towards better. It's who God is. He's the God of good, better, and best. But what I noticed in that moment is there's probably so many people there that were caught up in someone else's whirlwind. They're just caught up. And when we get caught up in someone else's whirlwind, it leads to frustration, a sense of failure, rejection, and abandonment faster than anything else. And we, we will blame ourselves and if not ourselves, then we're going to blame a circumstance or we'll just become blamers when we get caught up in someone else's whirlwind. So I want to come today and encourage you, don't get caught up in someone else's whirlwind. Right now, at this season, this time on the earth, there's a lot of good whirlwinds going on. And and I have one. I have a whirlwind, but it's it's the one that I know God has called me to. It's the one that the Holy Spirit is stirring. I want to be found in the center of that storm. If I stay in the eye of that storm, the whirlwind will do what it's supposed to do, and I won't be spit out. Don't get caught up in someone else's whirlwind. Remember, in this new year, there are two primary emotions that we have, two major fueling emotions for our soul, love or fear. Choose love. Every decision you make, whether you're buying the eggplant <laughs> or the carton of eggs, what, what, do you, what does love need here? What is love? looking for and I know it seems small and I, I trust me I'm the fool people make fun of me for what I do and I'm so used to it at this point thick skin soft heart but I really believe God cares down to these small details if we can orient our heart towards love always in all things always then we will grow to become the people that God is discipling on the earth and using on the earth to bring more goodness onto the earth through love, not fear. Many of those people in that grocery store yesterday, I'm positive right there out of fear. So they buy the food, they get the program, they insulate. And listen, even if you're participating in clean hearting, don't do it out of fear. Don't do it out of fear, it'll backfire. So confess your fear. Throw that thing off and pick up love. Love is calling you to change. Love is saying this isn't hopeless. Love says we got a chance here. No, we don't even have a chance. 
we have a guarantee. The Holy Spirit's promised itself over us that it will work out our salvation as we work it out with God, as we show up. Doesn't mean it'll be easy. But it is doable. Love, love is patient and love is kind. It didn't feel patient and kind in that store yesterday and I'm sure many of it is just people get being in a rush to get where, where they wanted to go. But patient and kind, so the whirlwind is, people are on your market set, go, don't, slow down. If I could give you two encouragements, slow down. I said in my Instagram post, felt the Lord just said to me, don't forget that every new year comes with 365 days. Each one of them is new. Pace yourself. He's not rushing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Grow in love. Grow in godliness. Grow in an understanding. Open your Bible and say, God, teach me about how much you love. May every word I read teach me about love because it's who you are. According to 1 John 4, 8, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. It's who he is. It's who I want to be. And when I love, I will not get caught up in someone else's whirlwind. I actually can cheer theirs on. Even if it doesn't look anything like mine, if it has no energy representation like mine, I can cheer theirs on. But those without a focus, a grounding in love, they'll get lost. So I have some practical questions for you today. First is the question, so that you don't get caught up in someone else's whirlwind. Have you taken the time to seek first the kingdom? I wonder yesterday if how many people there are spending lots of money, you know, kind of calming and soothing their conscience to feel good. Did they seek first? Like, how much money will I spend? How much, what does this look like for me to bring in some healthier food into my home? We have to be careful because the flesh says all of it. The flesh will go say yes, even to all the, the greens and everything, but it has no staying power. Have you taken the time to seek first the kingdom? And listen, whenever you seek first the kingdom, two things need to happen. One, you need to turn down the volume of the world. It's got to get quiet. Practice quiet, getting quiet to seek first. Turn down the volume of the word. So it's not only has to have to get quiet, we have to remove the clutter. Two very simple things, get quiet and remove the clutter. And when I seek God and remove my clutter, I have to take all the junkiness of my heart, all the things that I really wish he would do, all the unanswered prayers, the places that are starting to turn bitter in my heart and just go, you know what? You can have it. Take it all. Just take it. Remove the clutter. It's getting in the way between you and me, God. Your love, your kindness, your patience. I want more of that. 
So after you've sought first the kingdom by getting quiet and removing the clutter, the next question is to ask the Holy Spirit, what do I need more of? Right? Kind of these next two questions have much to do with balancing the scales. I don't, I'm not big on scales, but God does weigh our heart. So God, what do I need more of? And you can ask that in terms of the spiritual growth, the godliness, and in the physical. How would I use the physical world to support what I need more of? The second question is, what do I need less of? What do I need more of? What do I need less of? What do I need more of for my spirit? What do I need more of for my body? What do I need less of for my spirit? What do I need less of for my body? My final question, based on what I need less or more of, what am I willing to do today to create momentum for the movement to happen? What am I willing to do today to create momentum in this whirlwind, your whirlwind, to have it begin to turn? All right. Don't get caught up in someone else's whirlwind. I know I've said it so many times, but it's probably the one thing I could have come on and, and said and just signed off. Now, friends, I do encourage you, um, come to clean hearting. Probably one thing that we all need less of is foods that aren't giving us life. And that's what we're going to do in clean hearting. But mostly the other thing that we need less of are the things that are filling our hearts, that are weighing us down, things that are gunking us up. So clean hearting is all about taking back clean eating, becoming the tool, the physical tool that we need to help us grow in this a life of a thriving and well-being heart, mind, and soul. The inmost places of you growing. For any donation amount, we'll train for 30 days all next month, starting on January 8th. Any donation amount, we suggest $10. And if you can give more, please give more. It's all tax deductible. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. You'll get 30-day devotionals that will help uh, navigate your heart in this momentum. It will be patient and kind. <laughs> Trust me, by when everyone else is kind of starting to fall off by February, their muscles are overworked, over sore. They are overspent. They've spent more than they needed to when there's more spoiled food in the refrigerator than they had hoped for. Um, you will still be going strong because you're not going to get caught up in someone else's whirlwind here. This is about you getting caught up in God's love for you and is patient and kind and unique for you. You'll have workout calendar. You get in, invited to movement. There is no scoring. We don't ask for you to take a before and after. We're not interested in that. Um, it's the heart. <laughs> but we do believe in change. We do believe that God wants you living well and free. And however that reflects in your clothing on the scale, we're going to trust God with that. But for 30 days, we'll create some momentum in this direction for your own whirlwind not someone else's. 
We'll have a Facebook group. I'll be back there. We have challenge leaders back there. And also I'll be doing some Facebook lives and some some home cooking. I don't know. Just be all kinds of fun. You and me together for 30 days. You, me, and a host of amazing fitness teacher gospel preachers. And mostly this is just a God thing. So you're in good company here. All right, friends. Happy, happy new year to you. So God, we thank you. Thank you for... Uh, the new things. Thank you that we don't despise small things, God. Um, Lord, help us to become people that are good with being at the back of the pack, (laughs) that uh, we're not forgotten, that you're doing a great work in us. It's underground. It's happening, God, that we are not people that rush for the flesh, Lord. We'll slow down to hear the whispers of the Spirit. Thank you, God, for this gift of community, the podcast. Use it for your glory, God. Use it for your glory and your renown on earth. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.